Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 76, which is going to start with that Atlantean soldier that was being interrogated. Uh, well, he's actually dead now. And then the minutes are going to end uh, with Lois putting away the cape of Superman, which she's still holding on to, <laughs> which is something I forgot about that happens in this movie. Security and blanket, it, baby. Yeah. Um, you know, t- this whole minute and really yesterday's minute and tomorrow's minute is kind of like little segue minutes. Like yesterday was a whole minute about yesterday. I mean, Friday's minute. <laughs> was you know just a whole minute of just Steppenwolf interrogating the Atlanteans and then this one we have Lois spending time with what's left of Clark for her that she can still hold on to um and then tomorrow we're getting into some wonder bats and then we get into an actual section of the movie um so each minute is just going to be kind of like an isolated moment for us and this one is really just about Lois and that cape of Superman, um, which is, it's just a really nice detail. We hardly ever really get to see the practical, the, the actual physical cape of Superman because normally it's CGI, it's special effects um, because Zack Snyder knows how to do capes on superheroes. Um, but this is the actual cape that was damaged in the Doomsday fight. And you can see in it, you could see the impaling. You can see like it's where, the hole. yeah, the hole basically, um, the uh, the empirical evidence, if you will, um, if you're into that kind of Christian mythology. Um, but it's it's interesting to think about that she has the suit. I'm assuming she has the entire suit, not just the cape. <laughs> Do you know um, what? I'm really just questioning if she's got those boots. I need to see how those boots come on and off, man. How'd they get them off? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she's got the whole... She's got the whole, Velcro. Yeah, whew, that stuff is strong. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, she's got the whole She's got the whole getup. It's uh, Lois and her box of memories, I guess, if, if you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this little treasure chest here that we got. Because she's got other things, um, not just the cape and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, she's got she's got a whole box of 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 knickknacks, Superman knickknacks, which is very disrespectful. It's all of his stuff that he was dead. <laughs> it's his belongings, you know. That's uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 one thing to see Lois in possession of this and not Martha, um, which is just like that could. I I think that has a very fun debate to it. Which I think that could be a really cool conversation um, of whether or not who should be in possession of these items. Um, but for this story, it fits pretty darn well that the love interest uh, has these these things to remind her of of Clark and, and Cal and Superman. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of did strike me as just a little bit... Uh, I don't want to say it, it it wasn't too much of a striking feeling, but it was just uh oh, so she's got the box. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, and not I like oh, it. he's not buried in it, and then, you know, obviously seeing yeah. the rest of the movie where he's, you know, in a suit and all these things and 
yada 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 um it, i had it, three it thoughts have, yeah of of who would own it you know like I, I i did think about that because they obviously they they have to bring martha as well as clark's body back to kansas after the battle with doomsday it's like martha's still in gotham city she has to get taken back home so does clark and so they take both there and then they're like he needs to be buried back in smallville mm-hmm. that's where he belongs and so yes let's take him back to smallville bury him next to his father and you know put him in a nice suit and and bury him and discard that that superman thing because it's really clark that we're burying and that's that's martha's son is clark so she wouldn't want the superman suit like that's not my right. son you right, can take exactly. that. Like, you can have that. And then also the other question was, why isn't the government being like, give us that body, you know? And that's where I think, like, maybe General Swanwick has some yeah, pull in exactly. it being like, 100%. listen, we're going to keep this confidential. I don't want that thing. Even, I think even even Wayne probably had something to do with it. Honestly, in, in my headcanon, Bruce bought this suit for Clark. I don't think Clark has ever owned a suit that we see that he's buried in. I don't think he ever owned a suit just because of past iterations, him going to a job interview or first day on the job. He wasn't wearing a suit. He was just in a plaid shirt. Uh, he went to the friends of the Metropolis library, um, fundraiser. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in a suit. He was in a plaid shirt tie. Um, things like that make me feel like this guy didn't own a suit and that's perfectly fine. Uh, it's not in his character to own a suit. So I wouldn't put it past anybody if it was like, yeah, Batman and Wonder Woman took con- like control over this dead alien body in those moments and did what they needed to do. Hell, Bruce probably bought him a suit, made him look really nice, got him a, a nice box, gave the the carpenter or the or the or the mortician a a hefty wad of cash and said, hey, shush, 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 shush. You know? Yeah, and then and then yeah. they did their thing, but uh, but yeah, why the government isn't in possession of any of these things, I'm okay with with understanding that Swanwick probably had something to do with it, and or mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne in the many strings that he would be able to pull all the money. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. it makes sense that Lois does have this. It makes a little in in this storyline in this universe. It makes a little bit more sense to me that Lois has it and not Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the 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 stories of of you know the cape being the blanket that that Clark was shot in the rocket or whatever came in the rocket, and so it's like that's like a significant article of clothing that would you know remain with him throughout. Um, but hey, that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, when we're talking about this movie and this Lois Lane and this Superman, they have a connection that is stronger than... I'll piss a lot of people off. They have a connection that is stronger than any other Lois and Clark connection. Um, maybe you don't see the actual like love affair you know played out with husband and wife and kid or living together or any of the things that you would normally see like in comic books or a seasoned superman and lois relationship but their love in this movie and in this storyline is so much stronger than any of 
the past iterations. So in my mind, it makes perfect sense that Lois does have all of the things sans his room, you know, that belong to Clark slash Superman. Yeah, and it and it's really upsetting when you think about because um, I, I was trying to find something noteworthy about just this apartment again that they're in. And again, it's an immaculate apartment. I don't know how she can afford it, but <laughs> like it just is a surprise when her baby. I know it's a huge apartment. Like it's almost a house. Um, it's wild. That, right? And imagine uh, thinking an like apartment. Comparing it to a New York City apartment, this thing is like prime real estate. This is overlooking Central yeah. Park. Like you can't especially afford this apartment. No one can yeah. afford this apartment. Uh, and after apartment all, they just Manhattan, flooded it a couple years ago. Like her bedroom would just be one unit alone. That's that's the size we're talking about. It's huge. And then she's got like mahogany floors on, and she's not even on the first floor, so she's like on a second story or or higher. And she's got hardwood flooring. But then I started to think about the bed. And then I thought about it. The last time Lois and and Superman was able to just be Lois and Clark, like they were just able to just be who they were that they wanted to be and not Lois and Superman all the time was, you know, the bathtub scene and then going into the next morning where Lois is asking perry for a flight to dc uh and she's wearing that gray sweater and 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 superman is saying you know you're digging up snakes low like mm-hmm. that moment there's even a, a photo of it in the art of book because it's a deleted scene it's not even in the ultimate cut of dawn of justice but it's her waking uh clark from from the bed and that's the last time those two were actually in that bed together just actually sleeping and being with each other what, six weeks After ago that, or something? A long, yeah, six weeks. Um, give or take. Maybe, give or take. Maybe, maybe a month ago. The fl- yeah, because, yeah, you know, yeah, then, then she's in D.C. for the rest of the movie. He goes to Gotham, get the gala. Uh, the, the Senate hearing happens. He leaves. He meets up. Yeah, he meets with her in, in the hotel room that she's in at D.C. And, like, that's it. And then he dies, and like that—that's it. Like, so it's been a while since they've just been Lois and Clark, and it's so upsetting because they, the relationship is pretty um, figured out at this point. They don't have to go through all those things of of what the relationship is like because it's it doesn't need to be said when they're with each other. They just know that this is what they signed up for, um, and it's very unfortunate. The cape itself is beautiful it you can see all the little details in kind of like the um i kind of want to say pleating like on the shoulders like there's that that's what i was gonna say like i don't know what that uh harder material is that 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 it is like molding right because it's like when you kind of hem it over and and over itself so um, thick though it's like it's there's like a foam there that's that's making the you know whatever is able to clasp on the shoulders and come over the shoulders i think it's cool I think it looks great. It honestly brings to mind like Schumacher-esque design of things. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense to me because that is what a superhero outfit looks like. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I I was even looking at like the uh the collar of it and just kind of thinking like how it attaches to the suit and all that. Um it's a, it's I think the thickness of the cape adds to its value. I think it adds to like just how hefty it is. Like it, it just looks tough. Um and I like that. I like thinking of it like that. Um, I like the way she holds it and she kind of just stares into the piercing that's in it. Um, she's a very strong character, very strong person. Um, and her kind of looking at it the same way she looked at the bullet holes from the attack on Nairomi. Um, she's no stranger to death and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just... right. I was going to say, but I do think she is a stranger to mourning. It doesn't seem like that's something that she has had to have done. I mean, I don't know what her, you know, position on like her family or anything is, but uh, from what we see, this Lois Lane is so, Lois and, and Clark are so deep in love with each other, um, that, it's it's almost baffling um, when you understand the relationship because there are scenes where you know Superman is is mid fight and then he completely stops what he's doing to go save Lois. You know she gets held up at gunpoint in the desert and he's there within seconds. It's these things, these 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 details that really drive home the the, the notion of of pure love uh, that these two characters share. And then you take one of them and then they like and, and you force them to mourn in a very untimely and unexpected death. That is like that's mourning to the max. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it is, uh, you know, a great performance by Amy Adams to kind of not be afraid of 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 the wound. You know, it's not like she can't look at the suit anymore. She can mm-hmm. not only look at it, she can touch it. She can feel it. She can put her hand where the piercing is and and clutch it really hard um with some sense of like this is real i have to come to terms with with how real this is and then it just kind of sinking into herself as she kind of like goes out of focus and just kind of stares outward um and just kind of sinks into herself that is is a really good way to just describe like what it actually feels like to mourn where you kind of become numb to everything around you. And you're just kind of thinking like of this Cape reliving the memory over and over again of what happened to Clark. And, and before you know it, she's just kind of like snapping back into like, okay, I have to keep moving. I have to keep going forward because that's what Lois does. Um, she doesn't quit being a journalist, right? Or she does, well, but that's, she has so to get like back weird. into it. Yeah, so like our understanding, not there's not, sorry, there's not just the cape in this box. There's yeah, what I'm assuming is her press badge, or ID to get into the Daily Planet, uh, building or anything, something like that. Um, so it seems like she's like, you know, done with it all, which is a weird thing to say because in our minds we wouldn't think that Lois Lane would stop being Lois Lane. 
Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, this is where she's, you know, drawing the line. Well, we also didn't think Superman would die. <laughs> you know, Very just from true. like a, just from like an Earthling's perspective, you know, the Superman, like he's gone. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's 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 hard to. It's hard for us people who don't know Superman like that or know Clark Kent to be like, oh, I didn't know Superman could die. And then this person being like, I didn't know I was going to lose the love of my life Mm -hmm. so soon. You know, I knew there would be struggles and, and, you know, consequences for anything that the Superman could do. But I didn't know that, you know, Clark would be gone in this kind of way. Um, and it's just a really good performance. Even with the music, it has that kind of Man of Steel, yeah, uh, that old Hans Zimmer score, um, complementing it in the background. And it's just it just kind of reminds us back of what Dawn of Justice was like. Even in Man of Steel, honestly, that score particularly just is Man of Steel, and it's really cool mm-hmm. how it's just the motif carries along you know this is the third movie and it really is a complete arc i mean it's incredible to think back to man of steel and the forming of the lois and the superman relationship and and the amount of hours that you and i did discussing that relationship and the research that we did you know talking minute by minute on that movie and hearing this motif constantly and then now being brought to this scene you know years later and in a four hour movie that it's like sprinkled upon because it's you know hey remember this hey remember this from years ago it's it's those little footprints that we just like to nestle back into and we kind of know where we're at um especially for people that have been following the story along since man of steel i think that we we understand and we you know uh yeah we understand lois in this moment here i mean you and i know that these two characters were so much in love that this loss right here is just absolutely crushing it really is i mean lois is completely beside herself and she has been for weeks you know she doesn't know how to handle this loss um she's trying her best Mm-mm. yeah yeah absolutely she's mourning a I... lot we've only seen lois mourning this entire movie I'll, i i mean with which is understandable you know superman's dead what what are you gonna show it's Lois hard. doing? Just it's, getting it's, back to work? No. Yeah, it's tough. It's I mean, and this is this is the kind of the connective tissue that was missing from the other version, where it's like you have Lois, especially when you think about like Lois at the funeral, right? And the way that that movie ended, and then you go into the next movie, and it doesn't have those scenes of her getting coffee and visiting what's left of heroes park or this scene here where she's putting badges away and things that belong to the daily planet. And then looking at the Cape again and having those pieces that bring us back to the last movie, you know, we don't, we didn't have that in the other version. And it's like, this is a continuation of mourning. Someone doesn't just go back to the daily planet and, go through kind of sexism at the workplace. It's like, we, we're we doing something a little bit more here. We're, we're still talking about Lois and Superman. We're not talking about, you know, it, it's just 
tonally it was just very inconsistent um and we need this kind of stuff we need this stuff because this is this is the lowest lane that we've grown to know in man of steel and dawn of justice it's very important that we continue this and and nobody gets over mourning it in over just six weeks it's the for the rest of your your lifetime it is going through that um it it's just something you have to do every single day and this is I, this is a scene that I think is important. I don't know why they would cut something out like this, but um, I think it's important, and I think it's I think it's important to see the cape um, and what's left of him, because you don't want to rush into the bringing back of Clark Kent. I know, like as far as marketing ploys go, where it's like, yeah, we're gonna kill him off and then bring him back, and then sales are gonna jump when he dies, and sales are gonna jump when we bring him back. But you don't want to rush through that. You don't want to like downplay the absence of the character. You know what I mean? You don't want to rush through this film and be like, "Oh yeah, Superman's gone." Uh, but but you know, in this movie, we're bringing him back. Like, get ready. I know we promised that we'd bring him back in the last movie, and like we're gonna get to it. It's like, no, like really soak in the absence of Superman, and that's what you do with this minute here, um, and especially what when we get into uh, tomorrow's minute. Um, so that's all I have for this one, Nate. Is there anything you wanted to leave off? Yeah, maybe Joss Whedon just doesn't understand the concept of characters mourning after a loss. I think it's always like, oh, we we killed off a character to be a catalyst to this next thing. So let's get to that next thing. And instead of like, no, we kill off characters because death is supposed to be final and what happens to people in that finality is important. And so like that what part you, that we study. I, I was saying what you just said is that like the death is the catalyst to something else. I mean, that's the whole shtick of the Avengers movie, right? Well, yeah, I mean, what happens it's to Coulson, the whole thing behind their name in that. And, I, and I'm thinking of that it. like just, <laughs> And I'm thinking of just like the Coulson thing, like as it happens in the movie. I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring up like what happens in, you know, the Agents of Shield and all that because no, that's it's just what he was writing. Just it's the just Avengers. like in that movie, like just because they were avenging. Well, they, I, I think it's like avenging not just Coulson, right? I mean, kind of, but Coulson represents the large avenging. Okay. Of what Avengers do, like right? Yeah. So. I do understand that. You want to get to that. But um but here it's not your story that you're telling. So you have to appreciate what was being told before with Man of Steel I understand and Dawn of Justice. That. I understand that where it's like, and hey, these were this was already set in place. You need to play this out, not just like but he's dead, move on, right? Uh, yeah, and that's why I also think it was a little weird in in the other version where, you know, they have the the other Leonard Cohen song that they cover in Justice League 2017, and it's dealing with like racism and like Islamophobia and like homelessness and all these other things because Superman is gone, but it's not it's not highlighting his absence per se it's highlighting problems that we deal with regardless and problems that i don't think superman would be dealing with anyways because that's not for superman to fix that's for us to fix like superman is not 
the answer. And I think that was one of the bigger problems with that whole movie was like, oh, the world can't be perfect unless Superman exists again. Like Superman is like 99% of the Justice League, in which it's not. Superman is not the end-all be-all of, of making this world a better place. He can be a great person and he has great abilities and we have to want to be like that. So we have to make those changes. The you know Superman could be existing right now, and we would still have Islamophobia and homelessness and and racism and homophobia and all these other prejudice and bigotry and all this other uh, god awful things that happen in this world. But it's not for Superman to fix; it's for us to fix. It's you can't make Superman exist, and you can't kill Ares, and you can't do these things. And thinking that that's going to solve everything because it's not. It's it's on us. And that was one of the bigger problems with that movie. It's like, I don't know why you're showing these things. This means more. This scene right here with Lois, like, mourning the death of someone she really loved. And the cape was something that she held on to because that was what's left of Clark that she can hold on to. That's what means something in the absence of someone that you love. That's what's important. So this is why something like this, and it's one minute. It's a one minute clip that we're talking about. That we're not talking about this tomorrow. And you can't put that in the movie? No, it's like it's that, things that are red flags where it's like that we can cut that right there. It's like it's a very fine line between something to cut versus this was supposed to be told to give you context. And yeah. we get here. You know what? I'm happy we got it in this minute. We're good. We see some mourning. Yeah, this is this is solid. Yeah. This 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 plays out to to what Lois is just dealing with this entire movie. Yeah, that's the other reason why we can't have a a death of Superman movie. Like people are like, why can't we just have a movie of just that? Because as soon as Superman dies, you're rolling credits. Like no one's taking the time. Mm-hmm. To or you're enjoy already thinking, this. oh, he's coming back. When's he gonna come back? Yeah, he's oh, he's com- dead. When's he coming back? How- how long until he comes back? Oh, 20 minutes you know what, too long. Yeah. You know what it's death like, of Superman means, right? It means reign of the Superman, right? It's like, no, don't give it time. Enjoy the death of Superman. Enjoy his absence because that's what it means. So let's go ahead and wrap up. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, please find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We can talk to us about today's minute or any minutes that you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 77 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.